welcome everybody and welcome especially to Anne, Chloe and Clinton, who I'm here with today. Um, my name is Anna. I live in Findhorn in the north of Scotland and I'm currently serving as Jen's Education Director and what we in our shared governance system call our Coordination Circle Lead Link. And I'm really excited to be here to talk to you today. Um, we have here Clinton Callahan, who is the originator of Possibility Management and the author of multiple books. And we have Anne-Chloe Destremont, who is a TEDx speaker and game world alchemist. They are both possibility management trainers of trainers who train trainers and deeply involved in a lot of collaborations and experiments and explorations to shift both their own and other people's cultures and I would say realities. Um, they're also both members of the Possibilica Nano Nation, key members of an expanding group of trainers and practitioners of possibility management and co-creators of a game called Start Over XYZ, which is a free-to-play massive multiplayer often online and offline game uh, to bring their approach to people in new and creative ways. Uh, I would say that these are wildly creative people committed to creating a, um, a regenerative or next culture. Uh, in one place, they describe themselves in a way that I really love, which was as cultural edge workers, pirate thinkers and people building bridges that others can cross to post patriarchal cultures. So I'm Chloe and Clinton, welcome. I'm really happy to have this conversation with you. Thank you, Anna. Thank yeah. you. And you talk a lot uh, like in your work, in your books and online about creating a next culture. Um, and I wonder, could you tell us a bit about like, why is that important and how can people do it? Next culture, which we also call archiarchy. So archaearchy and next culture is, is the same, is the culture that comes after matriarchy, the matriarchal culture and the patriarchal culture. And it's a, a natural evolution of, or possible natural evolution of human beings into a culture that is based on the creative, the, the creative collaboration between the initiated feminine in the adult initiated masculine and this is this collaboration and this this shift out of which is now this the culture of the capitalist patriarchal empire that is exterminating exterminating life on planet earth and the, the patriarchy is contexted in this level of responsibility that we would call childish where mm, the culture of patriarchy is sustained by avoiding responsibility. And so it's, it's very obvious when we look at the messes that our, the culture, the patriarchal culture creates, such as plastic in the ocean, pollution, I mean, climate change, um, drug, drugging you know, kids on, on drugs, even the schooling system, famine. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And those are all messes created by the particular culture of, of patriarchy. And within this culture, the question is who's, who's taking care of those messes? Mm. And the obvious answer is nobody. Nobody is actually taking care of those messes. The people who are starting to, to want to take care of it, who have the awareness of it, and therefore are taking responsibility to uh, clean them up are 
actually already on this edge of this patriarchal culture, modern, we, we call modern culture. And these are the people that we call edge workers. They work at the edge of modern culture and who are the bridge builders to next culture, bridge builders to archiarchy, where archiarchy is contexted in um, adult responsibility or even high responsibility or even radical responsibility about what are we creating in our personal life with each other in relationship with nature um, as I mean there's there's many many dimension of of the culture but this is a this is the yeah a definition sort of a where where does next culture where is next culture in in relationship to to the patriarchal culture. There's a common Buckminster Fuller quote that we've had to modify to make it more timely. But the, the idea is simply that you don't actually change things by fighting against existing game worlds. The way to change things is to build new game worlds that make the existing game worlds irrelevant. And this is where the entire eco-village movement is a, a leading force in the world right now. It's a cutting edge of human consciousness in terms of building game worlds that make the existing game worlds irrelevant. And that's why it's so exciting for us to do whatever we can with our work to support and empower the game world, the eco-village game world builders. So that's why we're so happy to talk to you right now and to talk to all the people listening. Nice, and I know that many of us in Jen have been very happy to work with you over over the years uh, also. But you speak about game worlds, could you, I feel like it's a very central concept in, in what you do. Could you tell me a bit more about what a game world is and its significance? Yeah, it's, it's a surprising that modern culture has not taught us about game worlds because, but, but think about why. Because once you understand how to be a game world builder, you get a choice about what game worlds you play in. So all day long, every day, we are interacting, human beings interact with each other organizationally as one game world to another or a participant in a game world. And the thing is that you support the values of the game world that you play in. So a game world is, uh, for example, the post office. So the post, how does the game world post office work? Well. You've got something that you want to send, a package or a piece of paper that you want to send to somebody else. You go stand in line and be quiet in line. And now you have to have two meters distance between you and the person in front of you and wear a mask. And that's how you, there's signs all over about the rules of engagement of how to play the game world. And there are prices. So there's, you have to, there's a price to, to send a package or an envelope and you have to, so to pay, you go up and you, you get a certain stamp, you buy this stamp and then you can put it on your package and it, there's people who carry your stuff in boats and airplanes and cars everywhere, bicycles everywhere in the world. And then somebody gets your package. But the thing is to play in the game world of post office, you have to also play in the game world of money. So how do you play in the game world of money? Well, you have to believe, this is kind of like a religion. You have to believe that uh, a number in a computer or a little piece of metal or a piece of paper has a certain amount of value. And then you use that as a, an, a, a value exchange medium. But the thing is, uh, where do you get the money? So, so how, do you, how do you play the game world? Well, one way is you take the hours of your day and you go do something that you don't really wanna do, that somebody else wants you to do. 
and they will give you a certain number of these for every hour that you're there. And that's why people try to figure